Okay, you want to know why skater boys are so fucked up? Not all of them, but most. These kids come from a childhood full of trauma. Like, I used to be telling you about my childhood, and you were like, damn. Uh, I'm Not to brag, but, like, you know, I had it easy type shit. And I'm like, but these skater boys had it, like, a billion times worth. You know what I'm saying? So these are just people that don't have love. They've never received it from their families, you know? or from their friends, from anybody. They've never, they don't know what love is. And when you try to give them love, they just hurt you because they don't recognize it and that's all they can give. They gotta heal themselves. It's nobody's duty to love people that are broken. Do you understand what I'm saying? Everybody's duty is to love themselves and heal themselves so that they can love people the right way. You know what I'm saying? So you're loving girls that are broken, bro, and taking it personal, when in reality, that's exactly how they treat you. I promise you they treat themselves a hundred times worse. They do. So how do you, what, what do you expect from like a toddler to cook you a gourmet meal just because you can? The toddler can't. It's not even that it, it doesn't want to, it just can't. But if he wanted to, he would, so, you know. So just focus on yourself and you attract what you are. Like I said in the podcast earlier, like you... If you are in the essence of love, you're going to attract love. That's it. Peace, God and goddesses, and welcome back to my podcast, Conscious Concubine. I am your host like every single motherfucking Sunday. No time of drop because you know me. I got ADD. Anywho, uh, first things first, I want to apologize real quick for the background music. It is Sunday and I live in Puerto Rico, so it just it can't be helped. Somebody got their heart broken or something, which is like perfect way to start this podcast because this podcast episode, I will be talking about toxic relationships. What are the flags early on in the relationship that are there, but they don't appear to be red flags until it's like sometimes too late, even though I don't believe in such thing as too late because you can always get the fuck out of that relationship. There's always support. There's always people that will help you out and people that actually fucking love you. Anywho, so like I said, this podcast for at least the first couple of months, I'm not editing it. I'm not scripting this at all. I'm just coming on here after meditating and telling you guys what my spirit guys and what I feel like I should say to you guys. And to start things off, I wanted to open up myself to you guys and tell you about this traumatic experience I had a week ago, literally a week ago. <sighs> well, it was last Saturday, so a week and a day, whatever. By the way, sorry about that. Trigger warning for rape, abuse, all of that shit. If you are gonna get triggered, I apologize. I'll tell you to leave, but at the same time, I will never tell you to leave because you're gonna get triggered because Sometimes getting triggered is good. I mean, I've been triggered all morning. And getting super triggered is what inspired me to start this podcast in the first place. So, yeah. But anyways, let's get started. Um, so, last Saturday, um, my ex now, of course, because of course I broke up with him and blocked him. And I don't want to see him or talk to him. I just don't. Like... My friends saw me sad and they're like, but he's not good enough for you. And I'm like, nigga, I know he's not. I know that. 
I'm not crying because I miss this man. I'm crying because he hurts me. And for an entire week, I've been seeing, hearing, and smelling shit that is not even fucking there. PTSD through the roof. And I felt like an useless piece of human garbage. I felt very weak, defenseless, alone. And uh, part of me for a second felt like I deserved that shit because I should have, quote unquote, known better. But it's like, no, bro. Sometimes we don't know better until we make the mistake and then we learn and then we know better. So it's like, first rule for this podcast is whatever I say, don't fucking beat yourself up about it. Just don't. Yeah, take the information, evolve from it, but like, why, why are you gonna beat yourself up about something that happened to you? You were a victim. You're not a victim anymore, you're a fucking warrior because you fucking survived that shit. But the fact of the matter is somebody abused you and it hurt you. And it is perfectly normal for you to be confused, for you to even think about that person and miss that person and love that person even after they hurt you. It's perfectly normal. There is nothing wrong with you, bro. Like, you are a person who can give a lot of love, and you have, and you keep on doing it every single day of your life, and you keep meeting people that cannot reciprocate that energy. Now, there's a couple of things that I wanna tell you about that. One, people will treat you how they treat themselves. If they abuse you, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. You could be a bitch or the nicest person in this planet and they'll still treat you the same. The same. There's no difference. Why? Because it has nothing to do with you. Don't take shit personal. Please go read the book of the four agreements. You know, I said I was going to give you guys a book to read. The four agreements. If you haven't read it, read that shit. If you did read it, reread it because... We need to really grasp the concept of not taking things personally, which is literally like somebody hurts you and the first thing you want to do is you want to hurt them back. Of course, it's normal, it's anger. I mean, I wanted to kill this nigga for like this whole week. Just this morning, I released a bunch of anger that made me realize I don't give a fuck about this man. I mean, his karma is already being served. His karma was being served since before he even he and him and I even met. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, sorry for the off-site rambling. I just wanted to say some stuff that came to my head. <sighs> but back to the story. I'm gonna start from the beginning. This guy that I just broke up with a week ago, I was dating him for less than a month, right? And he was the one that gave me the most trauma ever. Holy shit, I know, I know. Because it doesn't take long for a traumatic experience to happen. It takes a second, bro. And I'm gonna tell you guys my thinking process and how I betrayed myself by not trusting my intuition until shit got almost way out of control. You know what I'm saying? And I'm telling you guys this, even though at at first I felt embarrassed and I'm like, no, I don't want people to see me sweat, blah, 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 but it's like, bro, Everybody on the internet and in person is always fucking flexing, but we're all suffering in silence, quietly, which is why I'm in this podcast. Because if I talk about the shit that happens to me, a fucking bad bitch that looks like she's having the time of her life 24-7, people look up to with their problems, they're like, oh, I wish I could be happy like her 24-7. That's not fucking realistic. I'm not happy 24-7. I'm just always transmuting the negative energy that has been thrown at me. 
literally anybody that knows me deeply or like strangers who I was like manic at the moment and I talked about my personal shit have looked at me and literally asked me how I'm fucking alive. You know what I'm saying? Like my life has not been sweet. But at the same time, I was just crying to my higher self, thanking that bitch because my life has been sweet. Regardless of the mischiefs, the backstabbing, the literal physical stabbing, the raping, the betrayals of friendships or parents, everything, the almost kidnapping, the fucking bamboozled into almost getting into a cult, all these things that have happened to me throughout my life, specifically in the past two years, are things that are not okay are not normal, should not be normalized, and I shouldn't internalize them to just be quote-unquote positive and spread quote-unquote positive energy. Honestly, bro, I don't think there's nothing more positive than me telling motherfuckers what I went through, how I healed from it, so that they don't go through that shit again, or that if they're going through that shit, they can know how to get out of it, or if they in the future go through it, they're like, oh, yeah, no, my homegirl conscious concubine she said this shit wasn't all right so i ain't gonna put up with this shit because you know what i too have been inspired by other women who have come out and talked about their traumas talked about their experiences with men and that's what taught me a lot of stuff and what has helped me out of a lot of toxic shit so it's only fair that i return the favor you know but long story short um i meet this man and as i'm my friend is driving me to his house i'm anxious and I try to fool myself in thinking I'm excited or I try to calm myself down or soothe myself. But no, that was the first red flag. As women, I'm pretty sure men could tap in that shit too, but you know, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. We have a uh, sixth sense. We do intuition. Men will always try to call us crazy every time we tap into that because it's fucking accurate, bro. Like, it's fucking accurate. And I'm going to tell you throughout this one month relationship how accurate my intuition was even through dreams. If you really ask and listen, the universe will fucking answer. But off the bat, I'm having anxiety to meet this kid. Why? I don't know. I pull up to his house. He can't find his keys. And I'm thinking maybe I should leave. Oh, my God. At this point, even my mind is tagging along and telling me, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm agreeing with fucking soul over here. But my body was just not, I wasn't in my body at that moment. I wasn't really taking care of myself at that moment. I was just all over the place. So yeah, whatever. I didn't really pay attention to it. Um, We fucked the first time we hung out. Another red flag. Not just from him, but from me as well. Cause it's like, bro, I'm not gonna shame nobody that fucks on the first night. I do it all the time. But there's a thing that you gotta realize about fucking somebody that you don't fucking know. Sex is a sacred energy exchange. Just because you don't have feelings for them doesn't mean that the feelings that they have inside them, the negative energy that they have inside them, is not going to pass on to you when he fucks you. Because men give energy and girls receive it. That's why when they come, they're a little tired, they need a little break. Some need a longer break than others. But at the end of the day, we feel more energized. And we're like, oh my God, we're going to go again, we're going to go again because the energy we're receiving, bro, it's a give and take. <laughs> so um, when you're fucking somebody that you don't know, it could be great and you could become friends or date or whatever, but it could be horrible. 
and I had two um, two situations in that same two months, past two months ago, in which I fucked a person on the first night. One of them I'm still friends with, and we cool as a bitch. And the other one, my ex, who I'm telling you about right now. So that's what I'm telling you. Like, don't like force yourself to be like this prude bitch who has to get to know men for like a couple of days before they fuck. If you wanna fuck, bitch, fuck. If it feels right, fuck. The guy that I'm still friends with to this day, that shit felt right, and that sex was healing. Yeah, we didn't fuck again, but it's like, it was good for the both of us. And even if we stopped being friends for a while and came back to each other, bro, we came back to each other, evolved as human beings, and we're helping each other grow, because that's what life is fucking about. Everything is fucking energy. That's why I never understood that jealousy shit, that possessive shit, because it's like, bro, what do you want to have me forever if you're supposed to have another bitch now that's going to teach you something else? And I'm supposed to be with another nigga right now because that's how life works. It's normal. It's okay. But we just become so attached to actual physical things and physical people and physical places than what those things, people and places actually make us feel. A person could have given you the heavens for three months, but if on the third month and a day he starts treating you like shit, that is when you got to go it away. Yeah, sure, you try to fix the problem, but if it's not being fixed, it's just time to move on. It's okay. Is it come, is it go, babe? You know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta start falling in love with what's good for us and not just what we want. Like, let's say you want A, B, and C, and D from this guy, but this guy can't even give you A, can't give you shit. He's actually giving you F, which is the one thing you don't want. But you stay with that person because you quote-unquote love them. You don't love them. You're attached to them. You don't love yourself. And you feel like you need somebody else. And since this person is the only person you have right now, you stay attached to them. But it's like, no, that is not the only person you have right now. You have the entire fucking universe at your fucking disposal. Like, there's been times where random people have helped me and then completely disappeared in front of my eyes. They were fucking angels. Like, what do you mean? You are never fucking alone, first of all. So don't feel alone. And if you need something, bro, I'm still not famous at all. So you can contact me on Conscious Concubine on Instagram. Show me a DM, bro. We can start a fucking group chat. We can talk about this shit together. No free of charge. Like, I'm not charging for this shit. I don't think I ever want to charge for this type of work I'm doing. Yeah, I charge for my art now. Like, I know my worth. But, like, shit like that, this information I'm giving you all, this information was gifted to me. So why not share it? You know what I'm saying? That's just the way I see it. However, I, I'm i not going to say I'm broke, but right now, you know, if anybody wants to give me some fucking tips, I got to cash out them or sell him, him a line. I welcome it. I welcome the blessings. Always. I used to never let people pay me, even for work that I did. But that's because I had literally no self-love. I felt like I didn't deserve money from work. I feel like I just deserve to be a slave to everybody around me. People please everybody around me. I was so shy. I would wear fucking jeans and a t-shirt to fucking the beach and now I can be at the beach but naked. You know, like it is possible to come from complete despair into joy. It is fucking possible. Because joy is what you have inside of you already. Fear is what's around you. If you just dispense everything around you, I don't even know if that's a fucking word, <laughs> that's keeping you down, keeping you down, your light can grow and flourish. So, yeah, just get rid of anything that doesn't serve you, bro. But, again, back to the story. Sorry I keep getting carried away. 
that's just the way it's gonna go it's genuine um but basically like i said first red flag i feel anxious you shouldn't feel butterflies for nobody you feel butterflies for somebody fucking run that is not cute i don't understand why the media keeps romanticizing all these abusive patterns oh i know because the government wants to focus over but don't let it please because fuck them anyways second red flag we fucked the first night meaning i don't have any self-respect for myself because i didn't want to fuck him the other guy they want to fuck him the first night i was so horny i was so in the moment but this guy i was cool with not fucking him but i just gave in because why not second red flag on my end and on his end also because he doesn't know me he doesn't know if i'm clean and he ate me out like i could have given this kid something obviously i'm clean too but it's like you know you gotta be safe if you're gonna have sex at least be safe about it you know what i'm saying so far we got two red flags then after three days of getting to know him i realized that he doesn't have the same values or ideals as me at all not that people that are not identically the same can uh, cannot be partners you know what i'm saying i'm not saying that i'm saying like there's this word in spanish it's called judo desigual sorry i don't know it in english right now but basically it's when you marry or you date somebody who is not aligned with yourself like let's say that you're a catholic um I'm not, I don't fuck with Catholicism. I don't really fuck with religion at all. But hey, other people do, it works for them, it's cool. Like I grew up in religion. I don't disrespect it or bash it. I feel like there's a lot of uh, knowledge in every religion and in every book. And I take whatever serves me from each one and I don't belong to neither one. That's, that's my beliefs. But anyways, um, fuck, sorry for spacing out again. Yeah, basically, the only red flags about fucking somebody on the first night is that they may pass on to you some negative energy that you may not want. And it's good to know that what you're getting into before you do. That's it. Just if you want to be careful. But if you don't want to be careful, that's also cool. Okay, sorry. I had lost my turn of thought. What I was talking about was that this kid and I, after three days of dating, I told him, like, hey, I don't think we should be dating because you don't have any self-love and you don't take care of yourself and you can't take care of me if you don't take care of yourself so we can just be friends and like I don't know he just didn't want to he was like I want to work on it blah blah and I'm like okay fine because the thing is I also didn't want to and that's a problem like if you don't want to do something don't do it just don't do it don't do it out of pity for the person out of guilt because you're gonna feel like you're a bad person, don't do anything you don't wanna do. Because if you feel like you don't wanna do something, it just doesn't resonate with your soul. And doing it won't bring you any joy. It'll bring you quite the opposite. And even the other person included in the party, you just it'll, it'll be a fucking mess. So just don't do shit you don't wanna do because haven't you noticed how like most men, like 99% of fucking men, probably all, they don't do shit they don't wanna do. Like they don't do shit they don't wanna do. If a man ever told you, oh, you used me, there's no way because men don't do shit they don't want to do unless they're really fucking depressed. They do things to get something in return or they do things because they actually want to and because they actually care for you. So if a man wanted to do something, he would. I don't know if you heard that before. But yeah, like 
Don't just fall for men's words when they tell you they're gonna do something and they don't do it. Believe their actions, believe their actions, believe their actions, please. Wanna know why? Because women fall in love through their ears and men fall in love through their eyes. You know, that's what they always fucking think with their dicks. And that's what they can manipulate women so easily because we just listen to these little pretty words and we believe that it'll happen because we keep our word, but we gotta hold men accountable, bro. Men will literally sit there and act like they don't understand what you're saying just because they don't want to talk about it. And you'll be over here beating your head with a rock, trying to figure out how to explain it better, how to be better, when in reality, you're fucking perfect. He's the one that's fucking insane, who's gaslighting you, manipulating you, and using you. And then he's projecting all those things onto you, making you feel like you're crazy, you're gaslighting him, you're manipulating him, you're inconsiderate, when he's never even done shit for you ever he's brought nothing to the table he actually stole your table and put another bitch on that table and, and ate her ass right in front of you that's what he's fucking doing like what the fuck return that energy and if you don't feel like being dirty like men just don't match the energy bro if a man comes to you with a fucking mistreatment do not explain to him how to treat you walk the fuck away teach them how to treat you by just holding up your standards don't let men get away with, oh, disappearing and I'm not telling you why. Obviously, you're his girl and you're going to fucking worry. You're going to let a nigga worry you and then act like you're tripping because you worry about him? Man, what the fuck? We have the right to love fiercely, fearlessly. We have the right to express ourselves endlessly. We have the right to be vocal about our shit and get what we need. Women are meant to be loved unconditionally, bro. And these men don't even love themselves a little bit. So what makes you think they're going to love you at all? Move on, bro. Don't date these little kids. We get so lonely, we forget that is worst. Zissa said that. And you should fucking listen to her album. <laughs> the Weeknd. CTRL. You know what I'm saying? Listen to that shit. I'm going to listen to that shit right after I finish recording the podcast. But yeah, bro. Back to the story. This guy didn't have the same values as me. Third red flag. I chose to ignore it because I'm a fucking walking red flag, but I'm learning. We're all learning. He didn't know sweat. I am fucking cursing myself off about it. I'm like, damn it, so you did this, but it's okay. I got you. Here's a hug. You deserve better. That's how I talk to myself. I curse myself out too, though. But I talk to myself kindly right after because that's very important accustoming our bodies and our minds and our souls to take to be cared for especially when you come from a childhood like me or any other childhood in which your parents gave you no fucking love at all and you practically raised them and uh blah 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 where you grew up with no love nothing but hate sure it'll be hard to feel like you deserve anything else but nobody else gets to choose how you get to get loved Nobody else gets to choose your worth but you. Isn't that so fucking beautiful? It sounds harsh and hard and unfair that in order to receive that pure love we want from somebody else, we gotta give it to ourselves. But how is it unfair? Because we attract what we are. So if we are pure love to ourselves, we will only attract people who love us. And isn't it great when we're only surrounded by love? Isn't it great how our destiny is 
in our hands, even though at times it feels like it's not, it's always in our hands. We're way more powerful than we're led to believe. That's why men gotta manipulate, lie, and cheat. Because if, we're, they were, if they were honest with their shit, nobody would want to be with their ass. They gotta sneak their way around to get what they want because they cannot just get it. They cannot just manifest that shit from the universe. They gotta take from you, beautiful women, beautiful men, whoever you are, whatever you define as. These toxic men or women, you know, I've been saying men a lot because whatever, because that's the experiences I've had recently. But like, obviously women can be abusive too. We know that, we're not fucking immature. But you know what I'm saying, like, in general, like, you can literally isolate and get away from everything that's hurting you right now, as hard as it is, and just face your demons alone. Because when you face your demons alone, you learn to love them so much more and you learn to understand that they're there simply to protect you not to hurt you but because you've been ignoring your inner child for so long it's angry at you and you're angry at it you're angry at yourself for letting yourself get hurt nah forgive yourself we are supposed to make mistakes we came to this planet to make mistakes run into trouble and fix our own problems so we can get happiness that's literally how it works um so yeah bro But that was the red flags, and there were many other red flags, kind of like after two weeks of dating, I was gonna go to Milwaukee, and uh, the day before that, he came inside of me without asking, which, by the way, guys, if you don't know, that's considered fucking rape, because he didn't respect my body, and on top of that, I don't know if this is TMI, but bro, I told you, no filtering this bitch. My pussy was so dry because I didn't want to have sex. So I got a yeast infection because of how dry I was. And then I healed it right away. And I actually got a new TI too. And my own doctor told me that that was a negative energy he put into my body. Like I didn't get any diseases from him because he wasn't on, he was only fucking me. At least that's that, whatever. But like a new TI and a disinfection purely off of the negative energy that it's meant put in my body the moment that he decided to rape me, that shit affected me physically. That shit is fucking real, you know? And he tried to make excuses for himself and asked when I snapped out of it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. If you're gonna try to make excuses for this, like, yeah, you can make a mistake and oopsie daisy, you came inside me. But if you actually did that shit on purpose, get the fuck out of my house. And then that's when he started apologizing and shit. And somehow I got bamboozled. I left to Milwaukee for an entire month, a month in which this individual started doing drugs disappearing for days and mistreating me. And in a dream, I saw that he was doing drugs. The dream, I didn't see that he was doing drugs. It was a metaphorical dream, but when I woke up, I knew it was up. And then I told him, and guess what he did? Deny, deny, deny. And then told me that I'm crazy. So I was like, no, I'm never letting nobody tell me I'm crazy because I know my intuition is fucking right. So I ignored him for a whole 24 hours or 48. And eventually he said, yes, I was doing drugs. I'm sorry for lying about it. See, I stood my fucking ground. And even before that, I want to give you guys a key, key point about this. Um, when you feel like somebody is lying to you or cheating on you or whatever, first ask yourself, how am I lying to myself? Cheating to myself. And that's what I did. Two days or three days prior to that dream, I 
started journaling and asking myself, okay, how am I lying to myself? Okay, I'm not being fully myself. How come? Well, I'm not making as much money as I like. I'm not making the art I want to do. All I'm doing is worrying about this dude. And I'm like, oh, okay. Then let me stop focusing on me. So I told him what was up and I let him go. I had a dream. I told him. And he tried to make me feel like a fool. Two days later, he admitted it to me. Why? Because I was living in my truth. And you know what happens when you live in your truth? Because again, you attract what you are, not what you want. Nobody around you can lie to you. If you give your truth, that person that's lying to you will either tell you the truth or get away from your life. That is what will happen. That is how you stay protected when you stay connected to the universe within you. That's why I always say nobody can ever lie to me. Nobody can ever lie to me because I don't even lie to me. No matter how harsh the truth that I gotta hear is, you know, sometimes I tell people like their truth to their face and they get angry or they get salty or it hurts them a little bit but they still take it. Bro, no matter how salty I get, I'm gonna tell my shit, my truth to my fucking face. I don't care. I'll rather be salty and right, hurt and right lonely and without fucking negative energy around my head then be wrong because i'm fucking ashamed of my mistakes bro what the fuck who in the hell told you you came to this earth to be perfect bro if you reach perfection you'll be bored as hell because we're supposed to keep upgrading our entire lives if a computer upgrades every so many months why do we refuse to upgrade and we want to stay with the same person in the same spot why do we want to stay in a fucking comfort zone, bro? Life is like a fucking spiral going upwards. You can't get stuck. Sometimes it'll feel like we're in the same spot all over again, but you're not. A wise man never crosses the same river. Why? Because the river is never the same and the man is never the same. But if you don't change yourself and she stays the same, you are not a wise man. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Make him, make him, make him, make him. Be proud of him. Get to know yourself. Isolate. Face your demons. Yeah, I know it's scary as hell, but it's so fucking worth it because to finish this podcast off, I want to let you know there's 12 jewels that every man and woman should have so that they can truly evolve. Number one, knowledge. Knowledge of self. Wisdom. Number two is wisdom, which is knowledge in action. Number three, is understanding which is what you get after you've acted out what you truly believe about yourself you get to know yourself you get to know what you like what you don't like you get to know everything about yourself so that when somebody comes around you can be like yeah i don't even treat myself like that so neither can you yeah i give myself this much attention so if you can't give me at least like what i give you and give myself then i don't want it because you're creating self-worth and also when you get to know yourself, you get to know what you wanna do in your life, with your art, with your work, with whatever. And then after you figure that out and you start doing it, you become a wise person. You're no longer letting people mistreat you. You're no longer wasting your time. You know who you are, you know what you want, you're going to get it. And after you do that, you, you understand what life is really about, understanding. Then after that comes freedom, justice, and equality once you understand everything 
you understand that you are free to do whatever the fuck you want. You can manifest whatever the fuck you want. But beware, just as you're free to smack somebody in the face, they are free to smack you back, which is when justice comes in, which is why we have equality, because karma is fucking real. Now, after that comes food, clothing, and shelter. And when I say that, I mean anything that's materialistic. Money, cars, whatever the fuck you need in life. That comes after you've gotten knowledge of self, wisdom, understanding. You've gotten a grasp of what the fuck freedom, justice, and equality is really like. And you have respect for the people around you because you have respect for yourself. After that is when you start to try to make money and shit. But you know, the problem with most society is that we jump in onto seven, eight, and nine without having the first six. And now the last ones are love, peace, and happiness. When you got all those jewels, when you got everything materialistic that you got for yourself, when you're good within yourself and with the world, that is when love can come in. And that's when you get to know yourself through relationships, right? And once you get to know yourself through relationships, through that you find peace. And when you find the one and you guys are both at peace within yourselves, then together you can create this joy that will be fucking amazing. But you could never get to that if you're still not knowing who you are. You can't get to number 12 without doing number one. Do you understand what I'm saying? There is a process to life that we cannot skip. And the reason why both men, women, non-binary, aliens, dogs and cats are all fucked up because we don't know ourselves. We don't even know what we want. So instead of focusing on how to fix somebody else, focus on how to fix yourself. Instead of focusing how to nurture or heal somebody else, no. Focus on yourself because as you heal yourself, you continue to meet people that will help you heal and you help them heal as well, that won't keep you stuck. And this could be relationships that last a week, a month, a year, or a day, or a second. Because that's how the universe works. It's always serving you things to help you. Even if they feel like they are shitty things that are being fed to you, They are always for your own benefit. Shit doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. But you are just not seeing it. It's all about perspective, my love. So just remember, I want you to take away from this fucking podcast is be kind to yourself. Love yourself. First, before anybody else, that loving yourself does not make you selfish at all. Because there's supposed to be a balance. You cannot pour from an empty cup You just can't. If you want to change the world, start with the men, women, children, kids, whatever the fuck in the mirror. Trust me, my life and my relationships with everybody around me started changing so beautifully the moment I stopped trying to change my family members. The moment they would ask me for help and I would say no kindly because those were my boundaries. And now they're much happier. Trust me, you are not an evil person. You are not abandoning anybody. You've been abandoning yourself your entire life and enough is enough. You deserve love. And when you give it to yourself, you get all the love in the world. Trust me, babe. I'm already getting it and that's why I can give it to you. I love you so much, guys. Thank you so much for watching, listening. Peace, God and goddesses. See you guys next week.
Hello, welcome to Conscious Concubine. I'm Itzonil, and today we're going to be healing from the inside out. Peace.